0: Oh, what a lovely sound. And we are back again. Um, hello, everybody. How are we all doing? Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. My name is Sandy. I am your host on the After Hours Lounge. Um, today, I am joined by a titan of industry, um, a very good man. I've met him a few times. He's an absolute legend, and I'm really pleased to uh, to be joined um, in the pod booth with him today uh, is Mr. Sam Freeman. Sam, thank you very much for coming on. Thanks for having me. How are you, mate? All good? Good, thank you. I don't know about a Titan. Titan, mate. Just, just run with it. Just
1: own it.
0: Own it, mate. Own it. Own it.
1: Get it tattooed on me.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Ah. On your forehead. Can like, I crack my beer? Like Post Malone. Crack your beer. Crack okay, your beer. Uh, today, we have gone with, I have a Brooklyn Defender IPA. Ooh, it looks good.
1: And you've got the... I just got the standard Brooklyn Lager. You've got the Brooklyn I mean, Lager. I, th- I
0: think I've had the Brooklyn Lager before.
1: Good stuff.
0: Yeah, cheers, mate. Cheers, cheers. Thanks. For Welcome.
1: Coming. Oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, that's hits, good. Hits the spot,
0: doesn't it? That does. <laughs> cool. Guys, <is> cool beer. <laughs> so, um yeah, a titan of industry, Sam. So, I mean, I've I've met you a few times before. um You know, you you came down to the beach when I worked there. I've seen you on the beach. I think you you took Ed, who was on the last episode. You you know Ed a lot better than than you know me. Um, but you, you taught Ed to kite surf, didn't you? And that, I tried to. You tried to teach Lanky to. Ed to kite surf. And we borrowed someone's kite and ripped it. Yeah, I remember, <laughs> yeah. Um, so you did that. So, yeah, I mean, you you work in design? Yeah. Yeah. So tell tell us a little bit about how that works.
1: I'm essentially a graphic designer. Okay. Um. But I come from say ten years professional experience working for agencies. Right. As a junior, senior designer, and creative director. Right. So working my way up through yeah, the ranks. Yeah, yeah, Um. So yeah, I've worked uh for, for the past ten years within agencies, um, working primarily <clears throat> in sports. Okay. Um. But lifestyle, technology and fashion more recently. right? Um, So essentially, it's it's a graphic designer role, but I do anything and everything graphic design that you can think of. Okay, cool. Think of it like campaigns. Websites. Websites, animation, motion, print, digital, whatever you can think of design-wise. Yeah, yeah. Um, at, At its core... Basics of a job role. That's what I do. Yeah. But then at the more professional end, when you're working with big clients, yeah. it's more campaign stuff. So yeah. yeah you're working yeah. like strategy and messaging. And yeah, yeah. Rollout and becomes a, a little bit more marketing as well. Yeah. Thing. Well, you're, yeah. you're you're dealing with bigger budgets and you're dealing yeah. with bigger clients, and so the strategy side of that is what comes later on in much more professional senior yeah, yeah, yeah. roles that's where you're tailored for and that's naturally how you move on to like director positions yeah. because you've taken a step back from artworking so to speak yeah and so that's getting what a bigger did. picture
0: kind of thing yeah obviously.
1: you're looking at the bigger picture you're you're less artworking like yeah. you are in your junior and you're more um skilled in your professions so yeah. your <clears throat> your skills are more tailored for strategy and mm. rollout of big campaigns which is what where the big money is, which is yeah, where the yeah. big agencies are working with the big money, the big
0: money. Um, and is that you know, is design and all that? Is that what you wanted to do from when you were younger? Were you yeah. quite, quite
1: creative kid, yeah, yeah. and you did design in school. Did nice. graphic design in college. Oh, nice. So Went it was straight to uni for graphic design. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, I, d- I don't know how it happened. Everyone asked me that, and I'm like, I don't know. And it was quite. It was just, well, it was just quite a clear path, I guess. Yeah, I never drew. I never painted. <laughs> really. I never didn't. I wasn't really that creative. Yeah. When I was a little kid. Yeah. Um but then you just got to secondary school was it and you just Yeah, secondary school just loved it. Just started started doing some packaging projects in secondary school and just yeah. really enjoyed it. And then went to college and decided to take it and then that's where it grew naturally. Yeah. But and there's nothing so a lot of people are like, "Oh, I used to paint when I was a kid." And I'm like, "Did you?"
0: Yeah, you don't um, have that classic no. story of I was Da Vinci <laughs> no. when I was 4 years old. No, don't. Oh man. No. But that's pretty cool like, you know, uh, you know for for me and then, you know, probably for a lot of people out there like those formative years you're probably like what what am I going to do with my life so it's it's yeah. pretty cool that you you found that and then you've obviously you know gone down that route and done really well in it. I think there's um, a certain amount of luck
1: as well <clears> like <throat> like if I, if I hadn't picked it up in college and then gone on to uni to do it yeah and done, and done well in uni yeah and then literally I didn't take a gap year which is when most people were a bit like what the fuck am I gonna do yeah yeah and then um straight out of uni like I just got Put forward for a job or recommended for a job, which they um, ended up giving me. So I just went straight from uni straight into, into a, job. a job, a design right. role. Okay. So I didn't have any time to like sit down and be like, "Don't know if I want to do it." You I just... just did it. Okay. And I think that probably helped accelerate things. A yeah, lot, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, there's people that I see now that are just still wondering what to do, and it's yeah. like that, that's fine as well. But for me, I think just that natural straight into it. Yeah, one thing after another. I just didn't have time to be like, I don't know if I want to do it or do I go and try something else. I just that's interesting. That's an interesting way of
0: thinking about it. Of like, you almost you don't let your brain overthink it. You yeah. just go, Nah, I've I've, yeah. I've committed to this. I've done my course in this. Yeah, let's just do it.
1: Yeah, I've and, always just been way too practical though. And some people are like, Oh, just see what happens and see how the, how the flow goes or whatever yeah, yeah. in life. And I'm a bit like, if Someone's offering me a job out of uni. I sound like I'm my gonna dad. I'm going to take it. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, That and that basically opened the doors to the last ten years of my professional career, and without doing that, I wouldn't be where I am today. No,
0: and of course, like you know, as you said, there's a certain level of luck, and my dad taught me the very wise lesson. He said to me, just I I moved to Australia when I was 18, and I was like, I'm going, and that's where I learned to windsurf and stuff. And my dad just said to me, he was just like, it's not what you know, it's who you know. He was like, just be a be a good dude. Yeah. Meet nice people. Meet people, yeah. and you never know someone might turn around and go, "We'll, we'll give him the job." Yeah, you know, we'll yeah. give him the job. And as you said, like y- you're kind of silly sometimes to be like, "No, I'm going to go to Thailand." Yeah, or yeah. "No, I'm, you know, I'm going to go to Thailand, and get drunk on a beach for a few weeks." Yeah, yeah. Like you can do that anytime. Yeah, you know, if you get offered a job, like it's it's definitely um, it is it is a doing.
1: practical way of looking at life. Yeah, I am a very practical person. My girlfriend hates me for it. Oh, but, really? Well, she's like, can we get a dog? And I'm like, well, no, because I'm not here and you're, and you're not here. Yeah. And like, I really want a dog. And I'm like, doesn't happen. Mate, I'm exactly <laughs> the same.
0: My girlfriend, Heidi, who who is a teacher, a full-time primary school teacher, she's like, can we get a dog? And I'm like, we don't even live together. No. We don't even live together. <laughs> live- she lives in Eastbourne. She lives yeah. 50 miles away. I'm yeah. like, how the fuck are we going to get gonna a dog? After the dog? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: She's like, we'll get a dog sitter. I'm like, five days a week? Yeah, how much <laughs> do you, <what> do you <laughs> think I owe?
0: Yeah, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> um so yeah so design and you just you carried on and I guess what you said there about being practical and things like that that's probably really helped you as yeah. you got into I don't want to call it the later stages of your career but where you are now with that strategic thinking and with that I guess that practical mindset probably comes in handy yeah yeah just as much as the creative mindset for massively
1: you, you know yeah they come hand in hand like yeah being super practical it's a bit like right I'm not, I don't really flap around on stuff. I'm like, right, how are we going to solve this problem? And essentially design is about solving problems. Yeah. Um, not always, but most of the most of the time at its core, you are a problem solver in a yeah. visual sense. And so the practical side of me on a big campaign might massively help with that. It's like, right, we need to answer this brief and this is how we're yeah, going to do yeah. it. And I think a lot of people do struggle with that, but being mm. a practical person definitely helps.
0: What's it, what's it, so I mean... You know, those of you that do listen to the podcast will know that I I now kind of work in social media and stuff, and I'm only just starting out. But obviously, you've been in it for a while, so you've probably worked with some significantly larger fish than mm. myself. What's what's that? You know, you've probably walked in, given a thousand presentations, all this stuff. I mean, what what's that like? Like, you know, like I you know Ed, who was on the podcast last time, he does events and stuff, and he, I've seen his stress level going to give a presentation for an event and stuff yeah i mean what's that thought process like for you is that something that you get quite daunted by or are you quite hyped by it early
1: career yeah yeah early career Like i've got to walk into a a
0: boardroom and go
1: hello boys and present a whole campaign or something yeah um, or being asked to talk at like a conference or something like that, yeah. Like early early career, you're, it's really scary, yeah. I bet. And it's not for everyone. Like, no, even writing blogs or doing vlogs, which I have started doing for a while, okay. Uh, years 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 and years ago, mm-hmm. you know that is quite a scary thing to do. It's not it's not natural to be in front of a camera. People freeze up and stuff like well, it's, that.
0: It takes. I mean, you know, it, I myself with this podcast, like, it takes a lot of guts to to put yourself out there. Yeah. To put yourself in front of a camera or in front of a mic or yeah, yeah. on a stage in front of a hundred people, yeah. it takes a lot of yeah, yeah. lot of guts. And me and Ed spoke about it the last one where well, we worked at Club Vass, and that really set us up for doing that kind of thing. And now I don't have an issue with it. Yeah. So I imagine, yeah, it's you just said
1: experience. early life exactly. Yeah. So early career, you don't really know what to yeah. expect. But the thing is, with I find with design, it's um, if you can. not if you're producing if i'm producing something or whoever it is and you can't explain it to someone yeah like easily yeah then it's either doing something wrong or there's something wrong with your design i was going to say yeah yeah you don't really know why you've created it yeah. if you can't explain to someone what you've done or the reasons behind it, why it works. then there's something not right with it yeah and so i always made sure that whatever i was doing had some meaning yeah. Don't get me wrong, there's a certain level of like post rationalization, yeah. Of course, to some of it, you're like, Oh, it looks like a dog now, and you're yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. No, I get it, no, no. oh, yeah,
0: <laughs> turn my head, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's
1: debris. Um, but like, if I didn't understand, like, if I couldn't clearly communicate it to someone in the first place, yeah, then I've done something wrong, exactly. So, I needed to go back and make sure that there's some meaning behind it, and so when it came to things like Presentations yeah. or something like that. If yeah. I wasn't confident, if I couldn't explain it to someone, yeah. I wasn't going to step step into a boardroom with like the marketing manager for like Adidas or yeah, yeah or something yeah. like that and be like, here's the campaign we've just come up with. Yeah. Because it just you'd just be bullshitting and it's not going to work.
0: And I guess as well, you know, going into that, as you said, if, if you're, you know, say you, you've led the whole campaign and stuff, you go in, you're kind of the most well informed man in the room, aren't yeah. you? Generally, you've, generally you've, yeah. you've, you've done the whole thing. So, I guess obviously your nerves are still going to kick in a little bit, but you kind of go in and you go, well, um, in this case, I'm showing these guys. And if you're confident with it, you go, this is what I've
1: fucking done. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's always a team effort. Don't get me wrong. Of course. Yeah. 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 Even as a credit director, it's, you're always, and I've worked with amazing teams. Yeah. uh, You know, you're working with account managers and senior designers. It's never, it's never (laughs) solely one person's position, you know, and and the role of credit director or senior designer in every agency has its has its different priorities and its different um, roles within the job, and so yeah. most most of the time it just means you are responsible for making sure that it's on time or on brief, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. a certain level and quality that you're after. But the whole the campaign as a whole is a team effort, and so. You are stepping into a meeting or a presentation as a team. Yeah. And so you have to make sure that everyone understands it. Yeah, and yeah. There have been times where the account managers aren't on board or they don't that. get it or they try and take over and you're like, well, it needs to come from the person that's directing it, such as the CD or the yeah. senior designer. So there's always things like that you've got to manage. But generally, yeah, it's it's as the creative director, you you've got to step in, you've got to yeah, know what yeah. you're talking about. And if you can't, if you can't sell it to someone you're working with, the client's not going to buy it. Yeah, and you're going to, you know, I
0: guess you know it can easily end up with a being a bit like too many cooks. It can be, you know, too yeah. many. And so I, you know, a large part of that as well, you know, it's you, you kind of have to step back, oversee it from a bigger picture. But it sounds like a big bit of it as well is people management. Yeah, as well, and and going right, John, today you're doing this, and Nancy. Oh, I said Nancy. I got lights up, and it looks like Stranger Things. So yeah, <laughs> Nancy Drew. So um. You know, right, you're going you're gonna to lead the first bit of the presentation and then I'm going to step in and do this. And yeah. it is that people management thing. And I said in, in podcasts past, like people management in itself is a whole different skill, isn't it? Yeah. You can be a creative director, you can be a CEO, a head chef, all these jobs. Yeah, yeah. But if you can't manage your team, things go really wrong. Mm-hmm. don't they and yep. you end up people people end up getting their feelings hurt and people and it's so easy to do and I've had it myself where yeah. I've I've been managed and I've been a manager and it's really hard to get the balance right
1: yeah it is hard and as and as a as a designer you're always dealing with different levels as well so yeah you've got juniors you've got freelancers yeah or permalancers if they're more long term and then you've got midweights and then you've got seniors and then you might have an art director and yeah. so there's different levels of egos and there's different levels of um, uh, ability. Yeah, and so and often they don't run next to each other. They do don't. know ego and ability with, with the juniors. You know, a lot of people a lot of, a lot of people struggle to kind of really listen to them or like be really encouraging. Them. Yeah, it's easy to look at their work and be like, this is no good. Like, yeah, to yeah. do it again, or it's not right, and I'm just going to do it. Yeah, and that happens a lot. And I was oh, in a really? massive agency in London yesterday. Yeah, um, and they they were just. They were just talking about the same problem, you know. They'd let go like of a CD because he just couldn't communicate in a in a confident and progressive way to a right. junior designer that their designs were not up to scratch. He basically just shat on. And them. he just shat on them, oh. and they were like, "Well, we haven't got time for people like that to be in the company." No. and you don't really expect it in a huge agency, you know, no. like eight hundred people. But right. it happens. It happens everywhere. But I mean,
0: it's it, it's quite nice to see. I think generally. You know, as as a culture, people are getting more in tune with that kind of thinking of you can't tell the intern to fuck off yeah. anymore. And I think back in, uh, probably not even that long ago, you probably could tell the intern to fuck off, and he would. I'm sure there are still industries where you can, mm. you know, um, but it, yeah, it's good that that doesn't really happen anymore. Yeah. And it, it's the whole thing of how how do I get experience if you don't give me a job? Yeah. It's that, but it, it, it is hard. and. Yeah. Like what you said, you know, you do get some guys charging in, and I'm an intro blah, 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 and ego and all this, and I'm going to yeah. take on the world.
1: Yeah. You well, know? I did it when I was young. You know, when I first started Brownwave, which yeah. we, haven't, we haven't spoken about, but I joined, I joined a company called Brownwave, and I joined as a junior. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, where do you see yourself in three years' time?" I just said, "I want his job," and I just looked at the creative director. Yeah. And it's true. Like I'm not going to lie. Like I'm a, yeah. I'm an honest person. And yeah. That's where I want to be in a few years' time. And so um But it's good it's good to have it's really it's good to have ambition. Yeah, there's of course. a there's a big difference, I
0: think, between you know, um having confidence and ambition and all that thing and then being arrogant. Being an bit ob- Be- yeah, being a dick, exactly. Yeah. You know, there's a big difference. And so, I mean, you know, I'm I'm fairly confident and and you know, I'm quite loud and things like that, but I I would never really call myself arrogant. No, you're not. You know? No, no, no. Um not at all. And, you know, and I think there is a there's a big difference between that. And I think it's just treading treading that fine line, you yeah, know, for yeah. like... And they probably loved it. You yeah. sat there going, I want his, well, his job in three years. And they go, well, the, he's one to watch, rather than a, a, yeah, an yeah. intern, whatever, coming in going, well, I'd quite like to, to be doing a couple of good campaigns yeah, yeah. and doing
1: well. You'd be like, oh, you're, be like, a bit, like, well, you're a bit of a wet flannel.
0: Yeah, you're not going to be standing no. up in a boardroom, are you?
1: And, and you know, they, they always said, like, oh, well, that's... You know, I remember... Uh, rich who was the cd at the time who i'm a very good friends with now yeah we, we work a lot together at the moment it's cool um and he always will be a really good friend and you know i remember him saying oh you know i was you kept me on my toes because yeah. you said you're coming after my you're job yeah, so yeah, yeah, fuck. i don't want him to have my you, job you up my game yeah yeah you know, he always used to say he used That's to, cool he used to be like oh, I, I used to learn from you and i used to learn from him but i used to keep him on his toes because i would bring a certain mm. level of something to, yeah, to the yeah. table and so yeah he was always conscious that I was after where, where he That's wanted awesome. to be. And so he he liked it. Yeah. You know, and I remember when I took his position, when he decided to move on and uh-huh. they offered me the role. And even at that stage, I was like, well, I've never done this. Yeah. You know, I, I I guess I was a senior at the time and maybe I was kind of sitting within a team and then they were like, do you want CD? And I was like, yes. Yeah. And they're like, well, it means you've got to do this now. And I'm like, I don't know how to do it, but... And we learn, and then all of a sudden, you're looking after like there's three other designers or something, yeah, 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 freelancers. And all of a sudden, your people skills you go from being 100% artwork and design all the time to stepping back a little bit, and you're a bit more 50 50, yeah, but you're also front
0: facing to the client you're more front
1: facing, it just naturally progresses, yeah. But and and you either take it and run or you don't,
0: yeah. I mean, you know, I I did that as well with with my job now and stuff. Like, I, I just decided, I was like, right. I know. Obviously, I did my research, and I, you know, done all this stuff, and I, I kind of knew a lot about it already and things. But on paper, when I say it to people, people are like you, kind of just decided and you quit your job and just went right. I'm I'm a social media manager now, and this is what I do for a living. Mm. And I, I, it wasn't just that; there was a lot more going on behind the scenes. But on paper, it kind of does look like that. Mm. And I did just kind of hit the ground running, and I think that is the the best way to do it. Going back to what you said at the beginning, like for my for my mental health and everything, I was like. I'm just going to go, I'm just going to do this 100%. Boom, 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 boom. You know, uh, I went for a week in Greece, just reset my brain, actually managed to get a client while I was out there. <laughs> and just that <laughs> was kind of, that was a, a sly goal. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, boom, I'm just, and then I got back and was like, I'm I'm throwing everything into this. And I think that is a good way of doing it. And literally the amount I've learned in four or five months, just by getting experience, yeah, yeah. by doing it, by, you know, my first meeting that I had at the Drift In Cafe up the road, I was shitting myself. Yeah. So I've got to sit and talk about this. Yeah, yeah. And half an hour into the meeting, I was like, this is lovely. Mm. I'm sitting having a hot chocolate. We're having a chat. And it, it was nowhere near as like formal and
1: And it gets easier. Yeah. It gets easier.
0: And I imagine as well, like it's hard, even you know, you walk into like you said, the the North Face head office, whatever, and you, you go in and you've got all these dudes sitting there, they're humans. They like having a nice time as well. Yeah. And if you're working in, you know, you said like the active space, that those kind of brands and things, it carries a certain level of casual vibes yeah. a, bit, a bit more, you know. Mm. It, it, they're probably not wearing suits. They're probably, or maybe they are, but they don't want to be wearing one. Yeah. You know, it, it carries that kind of vibe of, you know, I, I've, I've kind of looked at it as it's a person. Yeah. And if I'm nice to them, they're probably going to be nice to me. Yeah. Even if they don't like my idea.
1: And I think that you was, know. You know, you've touched on a really good point because definitely in the past in different agencies, um, but especially in my previous roles, you, you've just got to remember that they're human beings. Yeah. And I think uh, it's obviously people's positions in different job roles like account managers or yeah. account directors or the founder of a company or whatever, yeah. gonna, or, a, or a commercial director that's going to step into a, a meeting with you. Mm. And they, I think sometimes they're guilty of being a bit too robotic yeah. And they're a bit too like process, process, process. Yeah. Like this is next steps. Like this is where we need to be. And you need people like that. Yeah. Because that's how projects get signed up. A off. number cruncher. And kind of a number <laughs> cruncher. Yeah. Or just a process cruncher. Yeah. 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 And they're, but it sometimes it can come across <clears throat> as a bit robotic and like selling gray. your soul and a bit like, do you know what? If you just chill out a bit and treat them like humans. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. We'll, and we'll be a bit more. Loose with them and a bit more friendly, then you just got to read the room a bit better. Yeah, yeah, of course. And that doesn't happen that often, but there's certain times when you're just like, it was a bit robotic and a bit, yeah, a bit, a bit try hard. And you're like, we're just there to like sell them this idea. Let's have a bit of passion and let's have a bit of of heart behind it.
0: And that's the best, what you just said, that's the best word passion. Like, if you, if you go in and you're passionate, every client I've got in my, in, in working in social media now, they've all said, you, you were passionate about it. Yeah. When we had a meeting, you were just so passionate about it and you yeah. gave us all this, but you were you were passionate. You seemed really stoked yeah. to be there and that was they were like, that's why. But well, if
1: you turned up, I'm like, oh, I'm doing social media. Hello, now. I'm
0: doing this and yeah. I can do this many posts and yeah. I can get you this much engagement for this much money <laughs> yeah. and all this. They'd be like, all right, brilliant. Yeah, fuck off. Whereas, yeah. oh, you know, I kind of went in and like you, you know, I'm in a- active lifestyle, that kind of industry, which is a cool industry. I love it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm like, I can do this, this, you know, and they were like, yeah
1: sold do yeah. do it it doesn't it doesn't matter that, i think that's probably the one thing that i've learned the most especially in my career is to be human even yeah. w- even working with massive companies you know and meeting like global MDs and like, yeah, marketing yeah. managers for some of the biggest companies in the world you're uh, which is intimidating yeah, and you course. have to treat them with a certain respect. Level of respect absolutely but just being human like the agent the agency i met the other day and they're they're now 800 people in like five countries and yeah, we're yeah. hopefully going to be working together. Yeah. And it's just like, I just went in there and I was just, I was super chilled. Like my heart wasn't racing at all. No, I was just no. like, and I met the MD and within five minutes we were just like joking and laughing. And yeah. and he was laddie, you know, he, yeah. was, he was really down to was earth. He one of the boys. He's He was almost one of, yeah, he was, one of, the was one of the boys. So I'm always like treating him with respect, but I'm like, you know, we got on really well. There's a level of, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, you know, that's that's why... That's why I
0: have a beer with this podcast as well, because the issue of mental health as well is is serious, yeah. and what you're doing is serious. And I mean, you probably can't have a beer in your meeting, but doing that it just brings that that level down a little bit. Yeah, it helps, and just encourages that yeah, being being casual about it. And as I said, this isn't a therapy session or anything like that. It's it, it's it's a conversation. And I guess if you kind of treat a meeting like that, it kind of turns into that yeah. of I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you all about this as well, but yeah. I want you to tell me and. Yeah and just treat it like a like a chat as well you know I, I try and I've tried to steer as clear as I can from a lot of you know industry jargon and all this sort of stuff as I'm going into this world mm. um, and I found it's worked so far people are like I just want to have a conversation about it yeah. and tell you what I'm finding trouble with and it depends who you're dealing with you know if you're de- if you're
1: dealing with startups and they're really young and they they have no experience but they have a product they want to sell yeah yeah and they don't they don't know the jargon yeah and so you need to go in with a very a very human approach yeah and you yeah. need to cut the bullshit out and not try and sell your soul and throw in all the big words yeah, yeah, and yeah. In big words because they won't get it yeah um obviously you tailor that kind of uh,
0: it's different. Every yeah, every client's different. Yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. Tailor what
1: you're saying to to who it is. And yeah. Sometimes you need to throw in the big words. Cause absolutely. You need, you need to make it sound like you know what you're fucking talking about. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but it mass it does massively depend. Yeah, right? yeah. But yeah, being human so important.
0: Yeah, mate, it is. And like, you know, again, something that I've learned from from doing this podcast is the amount of people that have come out of the woodwork and have gone. Um, I, I suffer with this. I suffer with this. And you you were one of those people, and hence that's why you're you're on this podcast as well so you yeah. you said you know you've you've suffered with um with anxiety in your in your life so yeah. i mean is that is that just is that was that a fairly new thing or is that uh something that's that's happened over the last
1: few years it hit me on one day when i had a panic attack oh fuck yeah Really, in, uh, as a, with with an ex girlfriend, I was in London, and it, and, okay. it, and it just randomly happened for no reason whatsoever. When was this? This few years this ago? Was years ago, right. Maybe six years ago, something okay. like that. maybe seven years ago. Yeah, I uh, didn't even know what it was really, and then uh, I don't even know how it happened, where it came from. It could have been anything. Like yeah, I yeah. know the relationship wasn't great at the time. So okay. I feel like that was a factor. Mm-hmm. Um, anything can kind of trigger anxiety, and and. The thing that annoys me the most with, with some people that I've dealt with in the past <laughs> is um, they don't really understand anxiety. No. And so they're like, oh, well, I've got anxiety as well. So then because they just think that anxiety is the same, yeah. they don't really understand how it's different for yours. And so they're like, oh, well, I've got anxiety. Let's just stop being an idiot. Like, let's get on with it. Yeah. And you're like, yours is not the same as mine. If Everyone's... you're just getting on with it now. Yeah. Or it, they try and tell yeah. you how to deal with it, which is fine as well. But when you're in like a professional environment, they're like, oh, can we just get on with it? Like, I, I know you've got anxiety, but so do I. And they don't really get yeah. it, you know, and that really winds me up.
0: It almost makes it worse as well. Because it makes it worse. They're kind of broadcasting it in, and then you start going, fuck, I should be okay.
1: Yeah. If,
0: they're, if they're all getting on yeah. you, What's you wrong kind of, with you, you end up second guessing yourself, yeah, don't yeah. you? And then it, it just plunges you into a deeper hole,
1: yeah. I, I find. So I think mine progressively turned into what I you could label as like a social anxiety. Okay. But then I'm a really sociable person. I was going to say, mate. Yeah, and yeah. I'm a very confident person and I'm very chilled out pretty much 90% of the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it comes in peaks and troughs. Of course. And so I'm much better now. Right. Uh, as I'm older. But years and years ago. How old ago, are you? I'm 30 now. 30. But uh, when it first kind of hit me. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a good year and a half was really tough. Right. Like, I used to just say no to everything. To As be, it, uh, social engagements? Everything. Really? So, if someone wanted to hang out, I'd be like, i mm, don't know, probably not. Yeah, yeah. Or if they're like, let's go for dinner, let's go to the cinema, I'd probably not. come up with an excuse. Yeah, something would trigger it, and I'd be like, I don't know why, I don't want to go, I just don't. Right. Or if I was out. And like uh, I was out somewhere and, and it was all fine. Like all of a sudden like I just get anxiety. Like, You're like I've got I just remember sitting in the cinema one time with with mates and it was just I dunno, I had a beer, I was watching a film, yeah, halfway yeah. through it like my heart started racing. Yeah. And I just got in this cold sweat oh man I, I had no idea why like, oh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. just so random It's yeah um it's just weird so like that was er- early stages of the anxiety was very much a social a social thing i guess you yeah. can label it as a social anxiety I, 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 it might like again
0: i've always said this i'm not an expert but yeah i don't think you can label anything man no, you probably the, can't you you know it, it's it's such a huge spectrum like yeah. you can't you can't put a label on it. You can't say, right, you've got this. It's not like you've no. got asthma, you need an inhaler. You've got diabetes, you need insulin. You know, it's not like that. You, you just got what you've got. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Your your head does what it what it yeah. wants to do. Um,
1: and it, and it, get, it got a lot better, I think, when the relationship ended. Okay. It actually just completely disappeared. Wow. Yeah. So I think most of it was around that. Okay. Um, and then yeah, it comes in peaks and troughs. So maybe we went through a year of like no problems at all. Mm-hmm. Um, And then it would come back and I'd I'd just be like quite distant from people. I'd kind of be refusing, not refusing, just turning down, finding excuses. I think with anxiety, your your mind finds comfort in um, your surroundings. And so like... Your home is generally most people's Absolutely. safe zone, right? I'm, I'm like everybody. I think everyone yeah. is. No, I it's think, your fortress. I think it's there's your, no one in the world that couldn't say that. It's home. like superman's got the, yeah. for, the
0: fortress of solitude. Nothing can
1: touch you in your home, no, mate. Yeah. You're fine. You know where everything is. And you... some people suffer with I can't remember the term where you don't go outside. Agoraphobia. And yeah, and you don't yeah. leave your home. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think to some extent, um, uh, anxiety can be can can be like. Your mind saying, right, this makes me uncomfortable, yeah, and I'm comfortable when I'm here, yeah. not doing this. Yeah. So, what what am I comfortable doing? Being at home, not being out. Yeah. What am I uncomfortable doing? Being out with friends or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, it's really easy for you to be in this downward negative spiral. You just
0: you end up completely yeah. closing
1: yourself off, don't you? Someone would be like, "Do you want to go for dinner?" I'd be like,
0: mm, uh,
1: "I got I've got food on." Yeah. I don't have food on. I've got food at home. <laughs> I've yeah. got oh, food in the fridge I need to eat yeah. no, you don't. no you don't you mate. just don't really want to go out something yeah. will trigger it and um, yeah I don't know there's, there's no way explaining that I don't think there's anyone in, like with anxiety that can really explain it but like I guess for the past things trigger it though so like mine will be really good like it is now I've like, mm-hmm. got no anxiety at the moment at all yeah, yeah. which is great but then um, end of last year when I left my long term job yep. after almost eight years yep I uh, anxiety through the roof for a month or two
0: I think it just comes it comes with uncertainty doesn't it you're out of
1: routine yeah you know you're out of your nine to five you're out of your money certainty you're out of everything uh the the position I won't go into it um you know ended reasonably badly badly, um and was professionally attacked for no reason yeah and so um you know, you, there's just, everything was just building up and up and up and you, you worry about money, you are worried about finding a job and then you've got someone trying to do something to you. Yeah, yeah. I won't go into it, but yeah, and then you've got, you know, trying to, just everything builds up slowly. Yeah, and yeah. And then like, family member would be well, and you're like not another thing yeah and so man. your anxiety just goes next level and so for a few months i was turning down everything i wasn't seeing anyone everyone was messaging me like you're okay like come and let's come and see you and stuff like that i guess
0: when you leave a job as well and all your all your mates hear about it and stuff especially if you say it ended badly you almost get a load of attention on you don't yeah, you yeah you do and you're like Yeah. Just let me be for even just for a couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, because everyone comes out, but in the nicest possible way. They all just want to make sure you're all right. I heard about this, heard about this. And people come out of the woodwork, and you almost want to be like, just stop making a big deal of it. Yeah.
1: I just need to. By no means was it like to the point where it's like unbearable. No. Like my anxiety's never been that bad. So I make it sound super, super bad, but it's never been. Unbearable.
0: I think it's very easy,
1: you know, with mental health,
0: it's very easy. A lot of people go, I don't want to make it sound too bad. Because you, you don't yeah. want to sound like a victim. No. You know, but I don't, I don't think you, you can't sound like a victim because at the end of the day, everyone's in their own head. And yeah. I, I can't look in your head and go, oh, Sam, you've got this, this and this. And you can yeah. say, you can't look in mine, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I think there's. You, you don't call yourself a victim. If it was bad, mate, it was fucking bad, Yeah, yeah. you know.
1: No, I get that. Um, I get that. But you know, yeah, I mean I actually didn't I didn't mind the attention so much people checking and asking no. what the, okay. you know what happened. Because yeah, yeah. I find my anxieties <clears throat> curbed when uh, I focus on something. Okay. So one of my mechanisms is to be in the moment. That's what I was gonna say. It's what, really important. What do you what how do you yeah, sort you, of you is just, there something you do? You to be in the moment it? because anxiety is all about your mind racing from one point to another yeah. and it goes a, a million steps ahead. Yeah, it does. And so the best way to bring it back into not in an anxiety state, is to be in the exact moment of where you are. What am I doing now? Exactly right now, what am I doing? Did you,
0: um, did you watch Game of
1: Thrones? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Tyrion Lannister, and I, say, I literally live by this quote, and it might sound stupid that I do. Tyrion Lannister always said, one game at a time. Yeah. One game at a, a game time. One game at a time. And literally right now, for me, my one game is this podcast. Yeah. And then my next game is cooking my dinner. Yeah. And the next game is watching tv with my roommate tris yeah you know and it is simple i literally have broken it down into yeah. micro yeah. things like that yeah you know and and suddenly it yeah same same for me yeah it just... and it
1: is and it is hard to do that it took a long time to do that yeah so meditation for a long time okay and things like headspace right the headspace is fantastic and so what it tre- teaches your brain to do is basically <clears throat> let it go let it have its anxiety moment let yeah, it yeah. go 10 years into the future and yeah. you're worrying about stuff and stuff that's never, ever going to happen, but that's what your brain makes up. Yeah, yeah. And that's where a state of anxiety is. And then it teaches you to basically focus on something directly in the room, like yeah. a ticking clock or a noise. Yeah, yeah. Or a whistle of the wind or something like that. Yeah. And that brings you back into the moment. To where you are. stops you. Or in this scenario that we are just talking about, like after the bad work breakup and stuff, yeah. it's people asking me about things. It was... A chance for me to kind of not clear my name because I didn't have to, but it was a chance for me to explain to them like what yeah. happened, and so it gave me something to focus on. So, yeah. even something as simple as a conversation, whether it's bad or good, yeah, doesn't matter what it is. If my brain's thinking about how to explain that situation, then anxiety it's gone. not going, Oh, I'm having no. a bad time right so now. So, that actually really helped. Oh, cool. Um, and the more <clears> I spoke to people, the more reassuring it was that was, and I was, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I wasn't the idiot, and you know, and 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 that was fantastic, really. And yeah. because of that, um, and the more that that the more that I spoke to people and realised that it's all fine and actually I'm all good, yeah. Then you know I just got straight back on it and then found my next position, which was amazing. Yeah. And then went into that <clears throat> anxiety for the first few weeks in that new position was quite high because it's a new surroundings, yeah, it's a New people, it's a new routine, yeah. It's a new job spec, and so you don't really know what you need to do to perform to be, yeah. Top of your game but i guess whatever. that 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 keeps you in the moment as well doesn't it it does in a new yeah. thing
0: because you, you've got the anxiety of i don't know what i'm doing but at the same time you're like you, you're focusing on what you're doing yeah. so much and going i fucking want to get this right that you don't have a t- you don't have time to think um, yeah, yeah. i'm a bit out of my depth here yeah. you just you just get into that mindset of yeah
1: pushing through the wall yeah. and i'm gonna do it
0: yeah and you it's know?
1: routine as well yeah so, so no like a full-time job it's like you wake up you know you're going from point A to point B, yeah. And so you that point A to point B has its has its steps, yeah. Whether that's turning a corner or getting dressed in the morning, that has things that keep you busy, and yeah, so there's yeah. no anxiety in that moment. Is
0: this so? Is this the job we're talking about now? Is this what you're doing now? Then is this no, no. Okay. So
1: that was that was the previous agency I went to called McFallen Day. Right. It was fashion. work with New Balance, lots, and cool. Mondraker, and all sorts of companies, which is great. Yeah. Um. And uh. Yeah. That was got me back into routine, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Which was amazing and met loads of people, which was fantastic. And then, um, yeah, they have now um, moved to London. Mm -hmm. um, And so they've kind of, a lot of the team that were based down here, such as myself and other people, didn't obviously want to go to London. And some of the team were already based in London anyway, or they had girlfriends and family up there. And so they are in the process of moving. Um, And from that point, I was like, well, I'm gonna go out it alone now. Like yeah, yeah. there's no there's no other company in the area that is of remote interest to me in terms of my what background you want to do? That I've yeah, come yeah. from or the level that I've been used to. Yeah. And um so I thought, well There's only one thing to do. There's only one thing to do. Mm-hmm. Make a company. Yeah. That'll do, do that. Go out on your own. Yeah, and go out on my own. And so at that moment, Anxiety again shot through the roof because I was like, Pfft. "Well, that's even that's
0: even more daunting
1: than getting yeah. a new job as well, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Because suddenly, suddenly
0: you've got more things to worry about. Money, your yeah, money is yeah, money's number one. Yeah, you're when suddenly it comes going Well, fuck, I've not got a yeah. new job and I've got another income. You're
1: like now I literally need to generate it by myself. Yeah, yeah, you're completely by myself. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and now now I actually thrive off it. Now my anxieties because. You know, for that first maybe few weeks when I was, had no idea what to do or what to set up or little things like, what's it even going to be called or like, what's it going to do and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, you yeah. Know, anxiety was high. Which are
0: almost quite trivial things, aren't they? Really trivial. Like a name yeah, or... Yeah,
1: but they're really important. They are. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, now I'm really established and I'm... Up and running, yeah. Up and running and I'm like literally booked up like full time and earning more money than I used to and yeah. it's fantastic but... Actually, I'm a I'm very much a people person and I get to meet so many people Yeah. and so many companies like small or massive agencies up in London and yeah, I get yeah. to talk to them and I get to, I'm not one of their employees and so they don't talk to me like I'm an employee, they kind talk of, to me like a friend Yeah. and they can see the added value that I'm bringing to them and so everything's just spiraling, um, not out of control but everything's spiraling like... Someone will recommend me, or someone will go and speak to someone, and then I'll get an email. It's a then, nice feeling, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a really nice feeling that you, you is... feel.
0: For, for me, again, sorry stepping in. Like I, I have feel felt. I've never felt so valued than how I do now, having worked for big companies and obviously in a complete, you know, in the water sports industry and stuff. But being a manager, all this stuff, I've never felt as valued as I do now because. You're kind of there, but you're on the outside a little bit. And like what you just said there, you're not treated like an employee. You're treated like a friend. And even if you've got the best boss in the world to your employees, they still don't treat them necessarily like a friend. Whereas if you walk in and you've done a project for them or you're – you're on a retainer or something, and they're like, Oh Sam, what are you said? Yeah, yeah.
1: No, exactly know? that. Yeah. And
0: and that's how I've been treated so far and it,
1: it it's made a huge difference to to my yeah. my headspace as well. Yeah. You know? And I and I was and I was worried that my anxiety would probably curb a <clears throat> lot of that. Yeah. Um, I thought my anxiety would be, you know, a bit <clears throat> a bit too much, maybe going up to London. I was gonna say moving
0: around a lot. Meeting,
1: yeah. you know, these new people massive people that mm. even in previous jobs I haven't I wouldn't have met a company yeah. that big. Um,
0: just, just new people as well. New people, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Just people you would never um, met. But it's been absolutely fine. Yeah. And I think, and I think all along, in, even in my previous professional career, I've always had like a bit more of a um managerial aspect, and a, I hate the word entrepreneur, but an entrepreneurial like kind of part of me that's wanted to do something on my yeah. own and build something on my own. I've always been in, uh, interested in. Being part of a business more than just an employee, yeah, We've yeah, always of course. wanted that. Yeah, I no, I, I, I have as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so every time I meet someone, it's an opportunity. Yeah. Every time I have a chat with someone, it's like <clears throat> it could just be the most simple chat, or it literally could change. But at your the life end, they might say, time. Or they might email you."
0: Great, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly that. But it's it's it's
0: like you you actually said it earlier about um, you know people having ulterior motives. Like you obviously you've got to go and you've got to try and not put that out there that you're you're doing it for a reason. Yeah. But I think everyone, you know, everyone is at the end of the day we're all inherently selfish. Not in necessarily in a bad way, but fuck it mate, you're, you're you're running your own business, you're trying to make it a thing. I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. Of course when I'm Sometimes having a conversation with a certain person, I'm chatting to them, and in my head, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "Fucking, give me your email address and say you need help with social media now." <laughs> yeah, you know. Exactly but I'm having that. a lovely chat with them, yeah, and yeah. you know, it's kind of like two sides of my brain. You know, one side of my brain's going, "I'm having a really nice conversation with this person, and they're actually really, really nice." And it might be someone I'm intimidated by.
1: Yeah,
0: you know. But then the other half of me is like, "Oh, fuck, I really hope they 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 want to use me for their business." Yeah, know? yeah.
1: And I'm, and I'm and in exactly that situation, I'm just really honest with people. I'm just like, to, to be fair, like it's not blowing my own trumpet, but I know I come from, you know, many many years. you just very established. Of, of quite mate. quite high experience. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I use that to my advantage. Yeah, of know? course. And I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not good at. And so if I go into somewhere and, I'm like, and they're kind of getting to know me or looking through my portfolio, yeah. And I'm not, I'm not just going to bullshit them and say, I can do this and I can do no, this. No, no. I'm very honest with them being like, look, this is where you're going to get the most out of me. Like, this is yeah, where yeah, yeah. you're going to get your biggest return on your money. Whether they're hiring me freelance for the day yeah. or whether they're booking me for like a few months on end or whatever yeah. to, to come in and help develop a, a campaign with them. Like, I'm always really honest and letting mm. them know, like, either what's my availability or like what I'm learning currently or like what I'm working on with other agencies. And yeah, like, yeah. a lot of people ask me that. But yeah, there's just the, the meeting people and the networking, it's just like a spider web, you know? It just, oh, no, it it is. just keeps
0: everyone growing knows and growing and growing. Yeah,
1: it's one thing I learned. Yeah, like I always mad. thought I always thought it was
0: just the windsurfing industry because that's where I came from and everyone everyone know oh everyone knows everyone in windsurfing, it's really small. But then like from obviously Ed leaving and going to work for Stance, which is a global company and stuff, and he says the same thing. He's like, Everyone in Browns knows everyone. Yeah. Like he's off to ISPO next week and he's like, Everybody knows everyone. Yeah. And then in design, I'm sure it's the same. And, you know, it, it, everybody seems to know everybody in, in every industry. No industry is this, as big as you think it is. Within their own industry. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Sure.
1: And you know? and I was always a bit worried about, because I come from, you know, eight years worth of sports marketing, for example. Yeah. And I was like, well, do I need to carry on in sports marketing? Is that yeah. is that my, my niche? Like, is yeah, that yeah, where yeah. I'm now positioned for the rest of my life? And it's just become so clear that that is not the path no it doesn't have to be the path no, and actually no, of course. as a designer or a creative director you like you don't need to stick in that field and so no. i've made it a purpose effort to kind of <clears throat> move away from it yeah whilst using that experience because with design everything's transferable yeah and so that's great experience but going to mcfall day and working with a bit, a bit more fashion and a bit more very high strategy like next level strategy and and a bit more deep thinking was cool and now um i work with some sports clients and some sports agencies um but all sorts of stuff like just people with like products or like ideas that they're starting up or like really established health and well-being brands you know going into different sectors and portfolio-wise and experience-wise it's invaluable but that's the that's
0: the beauty of that's the beauty of going out on your own yeah and doing exactly. that is you and that's why it's so lovely and you know i've i've definitely established a niche for myself as well and, but i think that's why it's so nice being on your own because if you wake up tomorrow and go i don't want that to be my niche anymore
1: yeah that's fine yeah
0: you know you can approach a company from a completely different industry yeah and go oh, all right this yeah. is what i've done but yeah. i feel like i can do this for you yeah. and they go all right sounds good yeah. fine
1: I it. And as a designer, it's really important to have that breadth of portfolio. Yeah. And to anyone listening with any kind of career, yeah, you know, it's really important that you're not just doing that one thing. It's it's if, whether you're an account manager or a marketer or wh- whatever it is you're doing. It's you gain a lot of experience and knowledge by working with different people in different sectors, at yeah, different yeah. levels of business. Because mm. if you're just stuck in an agency working with like massive organisations within one sector, such as sports or something it just becomes this really repetitive, yeah. this is how we do it and this is what we do, no matter what the project is, we're going to go through this step and this step and this step and it becomes really monotonous. And
0: that's probably going to make your, not necessarily anxiety, but that's probably just going to bring you down a little bit, like, oh, fucking hell, well, if it this, gets a, too comfortable. this again. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, and you, you you do end up like, you know, your brain gets bored. Yeah. And that's, you know, a, a, a big reason, again, why why I changed my life, because I was like, i've I've hit the roof yeah i've I've literally like I'm stooping under the roof at the yeah. moment my brain is just like yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yawning you know and I'm like I, I I need something to get my brain moving because at the moment all I'm doing is overthinking yeah and going what the fuck am I doing with my life and have I really done this is this really all I am and yeah and then you just go down the spiral yeah. like even more yeah like you know i'm I've got no idea what to, how, you know, again, like to diagnose or anything like that. But for sure, I suffer with anxiety and stuff. And I think that was one of the biggest things for me is like overthinking. And I just get into this head. And then it's only recently that, you know, I saw someone and they said, stop, stop thinking about your problems in a year. Stop thinking about next year. She she was like, you're always jumping three or four steps ahead.
1: Well, that's what anxiety is.
0: You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're always thinking... You're not thinking, like say when I first started my thing, you're not thinking how do I get my first client? You're thinking, how do I deal with earning loads of money and trying to buy a house? Yeah. And it's like, well don't don't think about that at the moment. Because mm-hmm. I'm not even bothered about buying a fucking house.
1: Yeah.
0: And they were like, just just get a client and one game at a time. Yeah. You know? Do this, do this, do this, do this. And just build your way up. Keep just climbing it's climbing a ladder, isn't it? Exactly that. You know? Yeah. And and I think you know, doing that and just challenging your brain a bit more, just just curbs that overthinking a little bit um and yeah it just so what do you like do you still get anxiety as much now or is it
1: i have not massively no i have a different kind of anxiety right it's quite mild at the moment It was just like where where i'm out of routine and i'm going into like agencies yeah uh, whether it's a small job and you're there for the day or whether you're there for like a month's worth of work for a big campaign uh it's a different level of pressure yeah. Because you're stepping in and they're paying you a lot of money. Yeah. And so you their expectations are going to be quite right. high. <laughs> yeah. And you feel like you need to deliver yeah. something very amazing, otherwise you feel like they're never gonna use you again. Do you
0: find it um do you find it hard to switch off?
1: Oh I've always yeah. yeah. I suffer with insomnia. I'm so hard at I switch off. Very struggle. I can't Are sleep. you struggle
0: sleeping? Yeah, oh, massively. Really, oh
1: years of it. I had insomnia for a long time. Did you? Yeah, I'd be up all night. See, I mean, that's not going to help no. any kind of anxiety. But my is it? my brain would race all night long. Yeah, I'm much much better now. What do um, you do? Anything can trigger it though. Like, yeah. Literally any any little problem. Like it could be anything. Like if my car breaks down and i have not got a car yeah. to get to work to earn money and then I don't pay my mortgage. Yeah. And then lose my house. And oh. that's how anxiety spirals. Yeah. And I'll go to bed and because your brain is in a state of like. You know how it works, when yeah. You well, actually, that's, you, that's or... you, you've just jumped yeah.
0: five steps there. Well, you've no you've gone from my car's broken down yeah. to I can't pay my mortgage, yeah. and they're not related in no. the slightest,
1: are they? No, no, no. They're like, yeah. And to most people, they're like, my car's broken down. I go and get it fixed. Yeah. I'll go and get it fixed. My brain doesn't work and like that. And
0: if it's not fixed, <laughs> if it's not fixed, I'll either get the bus, or if I can afford yeah. it, I can. I'll either try and get a lift, or I'll get a taxi to yeah, work. My I'm brain doesn't
1: work like that. Yeah, but no, um, no, but that's that, you know. It doesn't. It does. It does a lot. It's a lot better now in terms of working like that. But like when, in terms of like going to bed, yeah, when you when your body's in this state of relaxation and your mm. mind is technically free because you you're not controlling it, mm. you know, you're trying to go to sleep, and so yeah. that's how dreams happen. But like, I sound like a therapist, but I'm <clears> not um and it's and it's that's how it spirals yeah yeah and so my brain won't shut off and so I won't sleep and so yeah. I think I'm sleeping but I'm not no. you know I wake up in the morning and I'm absolutely exhausted and, and I like, realize I've actually not fallen asleep the entire time I was like that, that I like I usually conscious that Yes. Yeah,
0: I usually sleep really well mate I've always been good at sleeping but last week I had a meeting last Friday and I was like oh it's, it's a big one I was like, that's going to be good and I didn't sleep all week mm. And, but even the weekend, even this weekend, like Heidi, my girlfriend was down, and we surfed. We surfed all weekend, and it was awesome. And my body was fucked and so tired, but my brain was just like it's like a hamster in a wheel. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to switch it off and trying to sit and watch a movie and turn it off or have a few beers and all this, and I just just couldn't sleep. Yeah. I, and then yeah, like you said, you wake up in the morning and you're like, I don't, I feel like I've slept, but I don't, I don't think I did you kind of like, and you're like, am I, am I asleep? But you're like, I'm not asleep because I know I'm not. Yeah. In my
1: head, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not and asleep. I'd remember seeing the clock at like two in the morning, yeah. three in the morning, four, four in the morning. Yeah, the morning. And then by the time it gets to like 6 a.m., you're like, I've seen every hour.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, and, and I'd go through like weeks of that and just be oh, exhausted. Man. But I mean, that, that was a long time ago. I've not had that happen for a long time. Yeah. Every now and again, I'll have, I'll have a night where I'm just like, I know my brain. If there's something wrong, like at the moment, I've got no worries because. The money's coming in. I'm really busy, which is and every, fantastic. Yeah, everything's And so I'm sleeping. Good. You know, yeah. I'm, chill, I'm chilled out. I can see my mates. I'm doing whatever. Like everything's yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, I think the, the many years of it being really bad have definitely helped uh, for me to learn in later life how to deal with it yeah. and how to be less uh, reactive to stuff. Yeah. And so... It, again with anything whether it's your professional career or anxiety it comes with experience and, yeah. and, and dealing with it like going through it yeah. it's the people that haven't been through it that try and give advice and you're like shut you, up you don't get it yeah. you literally don't understand oh yeah um, and you don't meet many people like that but there are some people like that and that's the problem with mental health and the way it's perceived and which is why you know, every month or every year, there's you know some sort of big mental health campaign, or yeah, like, yeah. You know, November and stuff. It's, it's okay to not be okay, which yeah, is a big yeah. one at the moment, which I think is amazing. Yeah, as someone who suffers with it, it's you know we need this stuff. But yeah, and you know a lot is still so misunderstood, and 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 even more so. <sighs> if we talk about it, but in in the NHS and like actual proper health support. It is very much. It is very unlike I mean, misunderstood. I went. I got given a leaflet. Yeah. It? Yeah. Here, here it. you
0: go. Have you Have you tried um, Have you tried CBT therapy? I'm like, yeah. I've got a book at home, mate. Yeah. And he's like, you know, my mum bought me the book last year. And I've done a few of it, and it's yeah. Have you tried journaling? Like, here's a yeah. Here's a bit of paper, and like, you know. Oh, and if you if you feel bad, just give us a call again. And I'm like, well, i will come in again. What are you gonna do? Give me another leaflet. But at the same time. I've kind of got it in my head that like, I'm not sure a doctor is going to make me feel better. No, I think. And, and that was another reason why I started this podcast. Cause I was like, maybe this might make people feel better. Actually just sitting and having a beer and just having a chat with someone else. I almost feel like chatting to someone else who's struggling a yep. little bit is almost easier than chatting to a doctor. And like we said earlier, doctors behave like robots because they can't show emotion. You know, they, they, it's just not the way they operate. Mm. So you kind of say all this stuff and you can sit and cry to a doctor and they're kind of just, yeah. Yeah. Whereas actually, I, you know, I've been wanting to start this podcast for so long and I started at end of November last year and I, that was when I felt ready in myself to do it, mm. you know? And, um, I think, uh, yeah, that was the idea because I just thought, yeah, the NHS just wasn't out, but I'm not sure if it's the NHS or if it's just doctors in general, I think even if I
1: paid for a therapist and stuff, I mean, yeah. people say it helps. and You know what? I I, I wouldn't even want to sit here and kind of blame anyone like that. Like, yeah. It, the, the fact that there is support there, yeah. whether you think it's good or not, I think is incredible. Yeah, people yeah. People slate the NHS. I'm like, don't be a dick. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Look at anywhere in the country. Like, the NHS is amazing. Yeah, I've yeah. I've got friends that are doctors and people. Yeah, me too, and me like too. And, they, and they're amazing people. Mm. The, the fact that there is support there Whether it's the right support or not is is tailored to every person. Yeah, and and generally, I'd say is not quite right. But then, you know, you try and you think about anyone that's learning to try and be some kind of mental health professional. Yeah, with someone that with mental health, where do you you start? Like, good on them for trying to even understand it to the point where they could professionally help someone. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, you know, I've got friends that are social workers as well and stuff, and I sit there they're dealing with like. Kids in, you know, shelters and whatever, and I'm like, Phew. yeah, it's 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 insane, you know. And I, it, what I said to there, it's not taking anything away from the NHS, but it's just it's one of those things where it's so hard. Like I said, you you can't go and get prescribed stuff, or you can, but I don't think you want to go near that stuff, really, you know. But going beyond giving you a leaflet and a and a line to call someone when you're feeling at the lowest, yeah, there's not really much they can do. It is yeah. kind of one of those things where. You need to kind of go through it yourself, and yeah. like you said, you know, like I, I completely just, I couldn't deal with it anymore, and I just completely had to change my life and yeah. the whole way, whole way I live my life and go into what I'm doing now. And now I'm probably the best I've ever been, you know. Like yeah. while I was abroad doing seasons and stuff, I'd say say I was okay, but I was so busy and having such a good time that it didn't matter. And I was doing so much windsurfing and things, and that was, and that's another thing that that really has really helped me is. Is being being in the sea and being on the water like last night. Me and my friend Ollie were out surfing, and it, it was dark by the time we came in. I came in, and I was like, "That was exactly what I needed." Mm. You just even even surfing, you, even you just sit there. You're not even catching a wave. You are just like,
1: "This is fucking epic."
0: Yeah, you know. And I mean, you you know you, you kite surf, don't you?
1: Yeah.
0: And what's does does that help? Do you, oh yeah,
1: anything that helps.
0: Yeah, because you play actually, you play badminton with Chris, my roommate as well, yeah, don't you? It
1: doesn't it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, it literally doesn't matter what the activity is, even yeah, just yeah. talking or just like looking at something for long long time. Yeah, yeah, It doesn't matter what it is as long as you just take your mind off it. You're escape. Fine. But Almost. then obviously the longer term problems like not having a job. Yeah, things like yeah, yeah that piles up. Think you can't just sit at home and stare at a fan all night. Yeah, yeah, like think bigger things such as a sport or something obviously a massive help. Yeah,
0: definitely. Sure. Like you, yeah, it's. You know, what wind, windsurfing and surfing and things, what that does for me is like, yeah, uh, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if I go for twenty minutes or two hours. I'll come off and I'm like, so oh, yeah. good because for those two hours, I don't, I don't even think about You're it. You're in the moment. Yeah, you, yeah. but you don't have a choice because these these kind of sports, you know, kite surfing as well and stuff like they're so hard and they demand your attention 100% of the time Yeah, I can be windsurfing along and sometimes I'm kind of gorming out a little bit Yeah, but I wouldn't say I'm thinking about work yeah. or thinking about how shit I feel or anything yeah. I'm more thinking like right what move do I want to do and what do you know how do I, How am I going to approach this and you know I want to do that
1: Yeah.
0: so it's it's total escapism for me I yeah. mean for me that and that and like watching a film
1: yeah. uh, are the two things that there I, are certain things that I find like help so like for example, Headspace is obviously done so well yeah. for that exact reason yeah. uh, of kind of helping curb. Uh, they call it meditation, yeah. and, and it is kind of meditation, but it's it's just learning to kind of shut shut your brain down. Yeah, yeah, that, that massively helped. Yeah, and I probably should carry on doing it, but I've not done it for a long time
0: actually. No, I, I, like, as you said, you know, when you get into a business and doing it yourself, you yeah. end up that becomes your thing. For yeah, long time. yeah, like yeah. I've only recently. I was at home for Christmas, and my mum was like just put your fucking phone down. They're not, your clients aren't going to get rid of you. Yeah. If you don't do X amount of stuff, like they're yeah. not going to do it. Just, just put your phone down and just sit, sit. Yeah. And it wasn't like I was sat at the dinner table on my phone, Yeah. but we'd be sitting chilling out and all this, and I'd be sat at it, or we'd be in the car and I'd be sat at it. Mum's like, just put it down. Yeah. They, they don't it's not 24/7 they're not at work 24/7 no. that's, so why should you That's be? what
1: I've learned recently as well. Yeah. You know when when I first started out like I get an email <coughs> no matter what time it I got to reply. Yeah. I got to be seen like I'm um, replying like a- available oh, yeah. to them yeah, all yeah, yeah, the yeah. time. And that's has the complete opposite effect. Yeah, because they won't reply to you straight away. As They'll it, reply
0: to you the next morning. There's a really
1: negative effect, not mm. a positive effect. It's yeah. it's you're being reactive um and and you often write
0: something i found as well i've written an email and said i've written it badly but i look back at it and i'm like i think i think i'd have said a little bit more or i'd have said a bit less yeah because i kind of just as you said it's reactive oh yeah yeah.
1: and i do it and
0: send it and it writes done yeah and then i'm like anxiety over And it's all good but then i look at it again i'm like fuck yeah i should have said this or i shouldn't i shouldn't have done that and it's something as simple as like oh that sentence is too long they're gonna think i'm Fucking stupid. Yeah. I think I don't know what I'm
1: writing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, when I first started, you know, I was someone would be like, oh, can we book you for like three days this week? I'd be like, yes! I'll put it in the diary right now. Oh, no. I'm yours. <laughs> yeah. I'll, be, I'll be there like yeah, yeah. right and early. Yeah. And now, like, I'll get it and they'll be like, it's kind of longer term bookings. They'll be like, oh, you know, what, what are you looking like for the next month? And I'll just, I'll be like, I'll let you know. Yeah. Two days later, I'll reply to them and tell them what my calendar's looking like. yeah. You know, yeah. And, and I think it's had them Sorry if anyone's listening. That they're fucking like, oh, he never lets me know any story. <laughs> the bastard, <laughs> the bastard! He's playing a game. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. And to be fair, it is like that. Like, do you think? It,
0: do you think it's a certain level of like, um, like treat and mean, or do you
1: think it's just no, no? I don't think so. You think? You think it's just you're like... not purposely leaving the email to no, make you look course. like you're busy, but you're just you're not being reactive. You you gotta let things. just yeah you just gotta let it you gotta let it simmer yeah yeah, you know and and well like
0: like that if you're you know if you're super busy as well and if they need you up in an office or something yeah you you genuinely have to work out logistics yeah
1: well i had a i had a a meeting with an agency uh start of last week and they have a big project um that i really wanted to get involved in yeah and then uh went to go meet them had some video calls with um some of their mds and stuff like that and um they sent me an email, the, the, the outcome of it was that they let me know like timings and stuff and they sent me an email, but like, oh, the client's like really tight on deadline, like we need it done by this time.
0: Yeah.
1: And I just straight up couldn't do it. Yeah. I was like, if I took it, I'd be every evening and weekends yeah. for the next three weeks working on it. Yeah. And I really wanted to take it, but I just sent them an email being like, look, I'm physically like... Here's here's my calendar. Like I don't have it. Like I have prior bookings with other agencies. Like I can't cancel them. Yeah. And therefore, I physically don't have enough days to give you to complete this project. I said if you can push it back, I'll do it. But they just couldn't. they were, like deadlines super tight, and they're they're probably not going to deliver on it really because it's so so tight unless they find someone that's free. It's like. It's good to stick to your word, though, like you said, Dave. Yeah.
0: like If you can't do it, you can't do it. Yeah, exactly. And it is shit.
1: I'd rather... You and, know? But... And it's especially when it's a first project with someone. Yeah. And she said to them, like, I don't want to do it based on... Like, it would be such a rush job... Yeah, yeah. ...that as a first project together, it might look bad on me... ...that yeah. I don't produce something that's to the level that I'm happy with... ...because the deadline's so ridiculously tight... That, that you I like... Wouldn't, I wouldn't... I not think I'd be happy with the outcome, yeah, yeah. necessarily. I not that I'll produce serious. shit work. i would never produce shit work, but... Like I'd hate to accept the job and then get halfway through it and then be like, "Oh, look, it's really not working because there's not enough time to do it," you know. Yeah and, I think, yeah, and I think it's healthy, and they really, they really appreciated that. Actually, I think they were like, "I think really, it's important to," yeah.
0: You know, it's important to to stand your ground a little bit sometimes. They appreciate
1: the honesty more than
0: absolutely. They, you know, yeah. like I, really, really random. But I saw like on the news, not not on the news because it's not newsworthy, but on my Facebook feed, uh, Stormzy turned down Jay Z being on a song with him, and he was like. He said, and there was an interview with him, and he's pretty, I think Stone's a fucking legend, mate. I'd love to have a beer with him. But he was like, he, he says, he was like, yeah, I just had to say to Jay Z, he was like, look, mate, I fucking love you. I think you're the best <laughs> guy in the world. But he was like, I don't think you're right for this song. Yeah. He's like, I'd want to do anything else, but he was like, I don't think you're right. For this and song. he's probably right and, as well. Yeah. And Jay Z was like,
1: fair play. Yeah.
0: And he said, Jay Z messaged him a few days later and was like, I really, really respect what you've just done. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like, just I think I think
1: he'll do it with Ed Sheeran, though,
0: would not it? He? he literally did do it wow, with Ed Sheeran. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like I like Ed. I think he's a funny guy as well. Buys himself a lot of Star Wars Lego for Christmas. Like the man, the man's got the man's got a lot of time on his hands, is he? Well, he doesn't. He's continually working. But yeah, no, I think like yeah, I think you you know having like integrity and things like that is is so important. Yeah, and just being like either for whatever reason I don't want to work with this person. Yeah, or I do want to work with you, but right now
1: I can't. Yeah. I don't have time. I think in a month, so. i think other, next, you know. Again, you have been human. I think that's you what comes. Ain't it come... got time to do it. Yeah, you ain't got time to do it.
0: That's what it comes back to. I think is just you know, and and everyone is going through. And I've said in podcasts past, like some of my my closest friends since I started this podcast have come out and said, "Holy shit, I had no idea with you," mm. and I struggle with this too. Yeah. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. And like you as well, you know, you know, I've met you a few times and stuff, but you messaged me straight away and you were like, dude, I've struggled with anxiety. I'd love to come up. Yeah.
1: And I was like. I went through years of not telling anyone. Yeah. Even my girlfriend didn't know. Really? My parents didn't know. Yeah. I just, I'd squirrel it away. Don't really tell anyone whatsoever. Like, yeah, yeah. I just, I just, they call it, I guess, suffering silence. No, I'm suffering, but like, in a, in a way, you everyone's are, suffering in their own way yeah, terms yeah. if they've got anxiety, but I wouldn't tell anybody.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then. Yeah, I don't know. And then I just, something just triggered and I was like, I'm just going to get help. Who did you tell first? I <sighs> don't know. Can't remember. Can't remember. Yeah. I think I went to go and see a professional about it first. Okay. Um, someone that came recommended. Right. Not NHS, not healthcare. It was no, a, no, no. It was a private like a mental well being, yeah. like a therapist. Okay, yeah. 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 Um, and then from there, I think yeah. I just naturally. As soon as I started speaking to them about it and they really started to ask, like, where did it come from? When did it first happen? I hadn't yeah, really yeah. thought about it before. I hadn't really dug deep about when the first time it had happened until she asked me. And then I realized it was that day in London. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I just... If people asked, then I started telling people. Yeah. You know, and now my closest friends know. Yeah. Not, not that it affects me currently in, in any way, mm. shape or form, but like... Um, yeah, like some of them I'd tell, like I'd be like, oh, like anxiety is not great at the moment. Like, if you don't mind, mate, I don't want to come for dinner. I'm not gonna or just, just going to chill out at home. Like, I've got some bits I want to do or whatever. Mm. And so I'll be a bit more honest like that. That's cool. Yeah. um And so there's lots of people that I still don't know and there's lots of people that do know. Mm. So I think as I've got older, like, I guess less shits are given about things like that. You know, yeah. I'm a bit like, oh, Anxiety, I can curb it. Like, I know how to deal with it. And so now that I've learned how to deal with it, I know how to push it away. And it's like, it's like you
0: said, as you, you know, as you get better at your job and you get more experience, like as you have anxiety for more more years, you, you just, you learn to manage it a lot more. Yeah. As you learn to manage your job, you learn to manage your anxiety. And, you know, I've, I've learned to do as well. And I said in ones before, as soon as I fear it rear its ugly head, I like immediately go into, right, how do I fucking get myself out of this? Yeah. Like, do I go for a walk on the beach? If there's conditions, do I go windsurfing or surfing? Uh, do I just sit on the sofa and put Star Wars on and just shut my brain off and just do that? Yeah. And, and that's, I find that increasingly hard now that I work for myself because I'm like, I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't mm-hmm. be working. You know? But it, it is such a big thing of just learning to, to, to manage that.
1: Yeah, that I think I think I've learned to find the being comfortable in the uncomfortable. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, no, definitely. So, like, whether that's anxiety, like, I know when it's coming. Right. I can feel it. Yeah. And uh, I'm less uncomfortable about it happening because I understand what's going to happen if I let it happen. Whereas in the early days, I didn't know what You're it like, was. Uh, I didn't know what was going to happen. That fear of the unknown. Like a panic attack. Yeah, Or yeah. A, a, an increased heart rate or a cold sweat or whatever it's going to be or a headache.
0: Yeah.
1: And now I know what it is and I know what happens if I let it go to what extent it affects me and my body and yeah. so I find more comfort in it now and it's the same situation like, like I was saying earlier like going into a big agency yeah. and then paying you X amount of money to come and help them out with something Yeah, I'm, I'm learning to find comfort in that, in in that being in, in being environment in, in being uncomfortable Yeah, um, and finding comfort in, in, in being in a new environment and then expecting something from you is that like
0: is that the kind of place where it starts to get bad? So you're in the lobby waiting for your meeting? No. In this bit, is that where you start no. going? Oh. I thought it would. Or are be you, are you like, like in the zone there? Yeah, I'm in Like, fuck yeah, here, yeah let's yeah, yeah. go. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, I've learned. So I feel
0: like you kind of go one way or the other, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, I've learned to be, because now you're at it on your own. Yeah, or whether you're in collaboration with someone else, which but happens. you're still out kind of by yourself. So you're yeah. like, oh, "Let's you're do all, this," because you're not employed by them. So you're walking in like you fucking own the place. Yeah, you know? mate. You're, so there's a there's a there's a different there's a different bit mind. of a swagger about it, isn't there? There's a little bit of a swagger, about not it. not in a bad way. I mean, no. I just mean like in a comfortable way. Yeah, you're yeah. You're, you're walking in like, yeah. I'm I'm fucking comfortable here because I'm
0: here for a good reason. I'm here to smash this.
1: Yeah, and I actually find I find the the. The comfort in it and the swagger yeah, yeah. open quotation marks yeah. is, is uh it comes with more, nowadays more knowing that you are about to help someone achieve what they need what they help want. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's money attached to that. Yeah, of course. They know that, and you know that, yeah, and therefore it's irrelevant to yeah. the point where if they're happy with it, you're happy with it. So you stop worrying that you've got to produce something for a certain value, yeah. And actually. You walk in as if you're about to help solve their problem. Yeah. And if their problem is literally we're too busy to do these artworking jobs, and then you, you are solving that. Yeah, yeah, Or they're literally too busy to help develop this mega campaign for yeah. a new for a new client. You can walk in knowing that you're about to ease pressure and make everyone's life. Yeah, a you get bit you easier. get
0: you get a certain sense of like yeah. achievement and importance yeah. before you've even been in the room,
1: I guess. Yeah. I, like... I, I kind of get off on helping people. Yeah. I, think no, I mean, I do aspect. as well. You know,
0: the, the, the biggest, I said earlier, the biggest thing about my job and that, you know, I had a message from one of my, my newest client yesterday saying, I said, you know, we spoke about, we hit a bit of a milestone in follow it in the following. And he, um, he sent a message saying really good job. really I said, are you happy with everything? He was like, to be honest, he's like, I'm so happy that I don't have to worry about it. And I know it's in really good hands and I kind of took that as a win yesterday yeah. night I was like oh. yeah because that's my whole usp as well is I'm like that's what I, you want i'll take this off your hands mate yeah. and i can run it for you and i'll do a fucking good job doing it yeah and and for him to be like reciprocate what i said to him in the initial meeting yeah. saying that i was like boom yeah. done it and that gives you this this sense of like you said not not importance but like self-worth yeah you're like i'm i'm making a difference here yeah
1: I'm, I'm doing something good and the client sees the value in that absolutely and you obviously get a kick off it yeah and and i think you know most of the time it's about reading the room and reading the client yeah, yeah and knowing course. whether that's the right thing to do so if yeah, you're yeah. stepping in somewhere and they just need help with something you know you've got to get your head down and help get it done in that day or if it's something longer term you know you've got to come in and show what you can do yeah and make a good impression and help other people achieve that as well. That's yeah, kind yeah. of the whole point of being someone in a senior position or whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: Um but yeah, like, you know, just people are spending money.
0: Yeah.
1: And with that money they need something from it. Yeah. Yeah. And so they've got to know that when they sign on the dotted line and there's a certain amount that's spent with you that it's in, you know, the right hands. Yeah. Otherwise yeah. they're not going to do it. No. And if it's not in the right hands and you don't deliver then that's when you won't get the client back no. and so it's you know for a client to say that you know that you're doing something right
0: exactly you know and, and it, it is it's a real nice feeling because you know I think we, we said this to each other before we started the podcast but like you know working for yourself and stuff especially in the early days you you do have those days where you go what the fuck am I doing today I've got nothing to do I've not really had that many emails Or you, you, by 11 o'clock you're like "Yeah, I'm done yeah i'll finish for the day yeah. and i know those of you out there in full-time employment go oh why you're done by 11 oh, i can go and sit on the sofa but because you're out by yourself yeah. you've got to make that money so you're like how yeah. oh,
1: the? i know i get it all the time even playing badminton with tris or whatever or I, I play basketball with chichester and they're yeah, like yeah. oh like you're now self-employed like what'd you do like sit on the sofa all day and i'm like no yeah <laughs> absolutely not yeah like fucking busy man yeah
0: i mean you know i i mean i'll fully admit like where we're sitting right now we're sitting in my flat and stuff and i sit in the exact chair i am now doing work you know but i you know i i probably have had one or two meetings a week probably since i started but other than that yeah i sit here so i'm kind of like well maybe i do sit here and stuff but i'm like fuck you i'm four months into it yeah you know and it and it is
1: starting you're more into it than i am yeah i'm only three months into it oh nice
0: (laughs) yeah yeah you know so it's it's yeah, it, it, but it's just, it's just a different way of working, isn't it? Yeah, it's a completely different.
1: It just depends what your outcomes are, what your goals are, what you want it to be. Like, I know yeah. exactly what I want it to be. Yeah, I know, I know where I want to be. I know how much I want to be earning. I know who I want to be working with, and so you just got to build up to that. You just got to be disciplined enough to yeah. make it work. And so, you know, when I left my last job, I literally left at like lunchtime. Yeah. I just went home yeah, and straight up just cracked on like instantly yeah. like within two or three days I was set up and ready 200 emails done. no joke 200 emails sent out yeah. portfolio made everything I needed ready to go business cards the whole lot ready yeah, yeah, to go yeah, yeah. fired it out and just straight away and I was just yeah That's So I just, I just knew what I wanted yeah, yeah, and I thought well I could easily sit here and mope around and some people were like why don't you take a break mm. why don't you go away for a month or whatever yeah. I could have done Yeah, but
0: just didn't want to. Well, you end up, you know, especially you just end up getting into your own head, I guess. Yeah. I thought like, I'd you're... rather
1: be I'd rather find comfort knowing that I'm set up and got work. Yeah. And I've got some interest out there and the ball's rolling. And then I can back off for a month to wherever and take a holiday once I've done all the hard work. And have you got have you got plans to do that? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I hope so.
0: Where are you going? Well,
1: I don't know. You I mean, know yet. Well, me and my missus are gonna go away. We're gonna do Sri Lanka or Bali oh, for cool. a couple of weeks. But obviously she's got x amount of days from holiday. Right. So she needs to sort that out, but Yeah, yeah. where I'm now remote I'm I'm basically hoping to sign off on a project at some point um and something I can do remotely. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll go and see my mate Chris who's moving to Finland. Oh, uh, and go and live with him for a couple of weeks maybe and yeah, just, yeah. just bugger off with a laptop and do yeah. a project. You know? I mean that's
0: yeah, you know, that's like my plan as well, obviously I'm quite lucky Heidi's a, a school teacher, so yeah. she gets 6-8 weeks off in the summer, so we're like we're probably going to go to Greece where we used to work. We're going to do like 10 days there, fly back and then straight to Fuerteventura and stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, it's quite chill for me because yeah. I, I'm like, as long as <laughs> yeah. I said to her, I'm like, as long as you're fine with me doing, you know, a few hours of each day where I'm like, you, you yeah. can do it, but I need
1: to, I'm just going to sit here. And yeah. then I'm, I said that I to my girlfriend it. as well. And I was like, we're, we're going to go to Sri Lanka or Bali. I was like, <laughs> might go out for like a week or two before you and yeah. just go and do some work yeah she's like no
0: go and yeah just get it
1: done <laughs> yeah yeah just go and sit on a beach with my laptop and like do some work
0: it's hard isn't it because you're for me like you're i kind of say to people when people ask me well you know well, how does it work then what you're doing and stuff and i'm like well i'm kind of always on but you're always a little bit off as well yeah do you know what i mean so yeah. you you know you're always on and you're always working and it's literally in my pocket and it's there, and it's, I'm doing all this stuff and on my laptop and stuff. But at the same time, if someone's like, do you want to go cinema tonight? Do you want to do this? Do you want to go windsurfing today? You know, all this. Like my mate is a doctor and lives in Brighton. He's like, right, I finally got a day off. And he's like, yeah. tell me something's working in the ocean. Tell yeah. me we can go surfing or something. And I, I can be like, yeah, mate, it's on. Come over tonight, stay over. We'll have yeah. a couple of beers, we'll go for some food, and then we'll windsurf all day tomorrow. Yeah. And I can now do that.
1: I mean, work-life balance has got to be the most important for thing for sure, mate. In Anyone's life.
0: I'm not. I'm Number not, one
1: priority is work-life balance.
0: I'm not here to to work until no. I die. Like, um, and I think, that's, and obviously, of course, I'm going to work, and I love. I now love what I do, and I'm hoping to be very successful at it. And I've got my goals, like you said, but at the same time, like, I've, got, I've still got. I've ten years. I've been windsurfing now, and I've still got a lot of goals in that, and you know i want to get a lot better at surfing and i want you know we're we'll going to morocco in 2 weeks in april and yeah yeah you know i want that and i'm kind of i was chatting to my friend recently who has been the activities manager on necker island for the last 2 years amazing amazing That's incredible S- insane yeah, yeah yeah my friend james big up james um but he you know he said he's been he was basically he's like you know serious gym guy loves yeah. the gym all this and he basically became Richard Branson's like personal trainer. <laughs> like old Dickie B would be like, "Right, James, we're going to gym. We're going to gym. We're going to gym." Yeah. And you know the way he said it, you know, even Richard Branson and stuff, he he's, he's there to go kite surfing. He's a normal person, doesn't he? Yeah, he, he was like, he's a really chill guy. He said he's completely not here. His head is yeah. at the moment; it's literally in space. Yeah, you know, he's just thinking about that. Yeah. He's not thinking about day-to-day shit. You know his head is—he's just so out of it. But then when you chat to him, he's like, you know, he says to James, he's like, "Why, why does my body look like yours?" And, all <laughs> this. and James is like, "Because you've spent the last forty years making a shitload of money." Yeah. And I've spent, you know, and he was saying about
1: forty years working out. Of the yeah. Gym. <laughs> and
0: James, James is a very good windsurfer, and he went out there to <laughs> um, to do it, and he's learned to kite surf out there, and he he's do, doing some freestyle and stuff, kiting. And Richard Branson apparently can't jump at all, kite surfing. No. Can't jump. And he said. um he said he was like, well, "Why the fuck are you coming in and jumping and all this?" And James was like, "Because I go out kitesurfing a lot and yeah. all this." And Richard Branson probably even while he's kitesurfing, he's going, "Why the fuck do I go to space then? Yeah. How do I beat Elon Musk? Yeah. How you know? How do I do all this?" And you know, so it's it's funny how you can be a, a billionaire and one of the most successful men in the world, but you're sat there going, "God, I wish I could bench yeah. x amount of weight." And James and James is sat there going. Oh, I can bench this, but I wish I had a billion. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's so funny. And like, I'm reading this book, I know you see it over there. It's called The, the Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Yeah. And it's really good. And one of the things it said, it was like, you, you're never going to get to a point in your life where you have no problems. Yeah. It's never going to happen.
1: No.
0: You know, even when in five years' time, when you're making millions and your design agency is one of the biggest ones in the UK, it's ever probably got said, more problems. <laughs> More problem, you know. You you suddenly sat there going, "Fuck, what do I do?" And you know, you might you might have kids by then, and you might be going, "Fuck, I, I need to be spending more time with the kids." But my business is going really well. Yeah. But all you've got to try and do is is make your problems smaller. Yeah. You know. That's a good point. You know, rather than going right. Eventually, you know, me sat there going right. By the time I'm thirty five.
1: Yeah. Right, no problems. It's a really good advice. Actually. No problems. I yeah. want to be all
0: good. But it's like no. By the time I'm thirty five. I don't want to be worried about this, I don't want to be worried about this, but I'm happy to be worried about this.
1: Yeah. I never understand people that are like, that you ask them, they're like, I want kids when I'm by the time I'm 35, or whatever, or like 25 yeah, yeah, or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. Why are you I'm so really...
0: set on it? Yeah, like, I want to be married with a house yeah. and kids.
1: and. If I'm not married with kids in a house before I'm 30, like I'm not going to be happy. Yeah. And I'm like, get lost. Yeah. Like, that's I mean, that's how, fine for them, but, but like, it's not how why? Life works. why so much pressure? Like, why is
0: there such a time? You're it? right, that puts so much on you, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, you have, yeah. And then you, you know, then you you'll get be to, in a
1: relationship that you think is going to get there. Yeah, and then, then you get to, it doesn't work out.
0: Yeah. You <laughs> get to 29 and you go, shit, I've got a year to get a house, <laughs> a kid, and a husband or a yeah. wife. Yeah, yeah, you know, you yeah. go, oh,
1: no, I've not done it. I don't get it.
0: No, mate. It's... I've
1: always been like super chilled about life, and maybe to the point where I'm like too flippant. Yeah. You know, or too laid back. That's
0: it's a good way to be, mate. I think yeah, just, I think just so. like again, Tyrion Lannister, mate.
1: Just one
0: game at a time. And now I've brought it in into you know business. You know, yeah. like, like one of my clients is is one of my one of my good friends, and we always say it to each other, we're like just one game at a time. Yeah. We'll do this campaign or what yeah, we're yeah, trying yeah. to push you know, what we're trying to push for the next couple of weeks, just this, yeah. and then we'll take it from there. Because you never know what might happen.
1: Yeah, and books like that, you know, they're amazing. Like, yeah. I've started to read more books like that. I mean, I read one years ago called The Inner Game of Tennis, which is literally about a tennis coach and his professional player and, like, how as soon as he started thinking about, like, taking shots, like, he'd mess it up. Yeah. He's overthinking it. Mm-hmm. And his coach was like, it's just an inner game. You're playing, you're playing a game of yourself. You're overthinking yeah, yeah. something and therefore you're fucking it up. Yeah, uh, but you know you can do it, and so if you can train your brain to be in a certain mindset yeah. of knowing that you can do it and not thinking about it, and you, can you perform it. much better. And that's the same in any sport. Or um, like I don't know why I did it, but I read Brian Cox's quantum theory of everything the other week. Right. Oh my god, is that a I mean,
0: riveting read, is it? No,
1: no, <laughs> it's a tough one. Like when the when the pages are like numbers and equations, oh, and I'm like, okay, it started off really good, like really like because I love. <laughs> I'm proper, I'm really geeky and really techy when it comes to stuff like that. Anyone, okay. anyone who really knows me, Yeah, yeah. Like knows I love like taking apart like a MacBook or something and like oh, really? putting it back together or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm proper yeah. geeky and I'm very techy and so like, I love anything science and space and Brian Cox and anything that requires a lot of thinking. Yeah. And so I thought I'd read his quantum theory of everything, which started off really good but actually just you got was way up. too deep Yeah. and started trying to teach you of how to like, I don't know quantum computing and stuff like that or like yeah. but then there's one thing that I read and it was something about two atoms and how they can be um, and like on a timeline how how two atoms can be exactly the same in two completely different locations Yeah. either in the same room or in two different galaxies right. that an atom's always split in two completely different yeah, places yeah, yeah. and anyone listening that's a scientist is probably thinking he's chatting absolute yeah, rubbish fuck you maybe that. that's not tr- maybe that's not right but it was just things like that made me think like fucking now, like some of the small things that you worry about are like are so irrelevant. Yeah. Or something that might never happen. Like, why are you even worrying about it? Yeah. And it just things like that just really help me think about the things that are really important.
0: Well, I was saying, I was saying to Tris earlier. Like Tris was like, Oh, have you? I, I sent a proposal off to a client uh, yesterday, day before yesterday, maybe. Um, and he said, oh, have you heard back from him yet? And I said, No, no, no. You, usually, I don't hear back for like you know a few days because they've also got to mull it over and all this. Yeah and he said what are you thinking you know you worried or anything like that and i said there's nah. no point being worried i've done my job i went we had a great conversation we had a great meeting yeah i've sent i've sent the proposal off which is what they asked me to do yeah nothing i can do now no nah. i said to him it's almost it's almost a bit like getting on a plane and being worried you're going to crash yeah if you're worried about it don't get on the fucking plane yeah you know you get on a plane you sit down you you're 30,000 feet in the air it's horrible to say yeah it crashes, nothing you can do about it. No, You can't, you can't sprite wings and just fly. Position's not
1: going to help, is it? No, that just
0: stops you, that means you, they can find your teeth, you know,
1: you, yeah. you kind
0: of just, there's no point worrying
1: about it. No, the only time you'd worry about something like that is if you knew you'd sent the proposal off without knowing that you'd done it to the best of your ability. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. No, you, in, in
0: that respect, but in, in general, other things, you know, you, I just find it, no. everything is always much easier if you just yeah. kind of take a step back and go, this ain't as important as it looks. Yeah. Oh my meal! They brought my meal out wrong.
1: Yeah.
0: Or you know. Yeah. I booked the wrong seats in the cinema. It's just not. It's just not a big deal, is it? My mate did book shit seats for the for a Star Wars movie in Cape Town. I mean, I got, that's just inexcusable, I got really angry. He yeah. thought he booked up the back, and it was literally down the front in a corner. Oh. And I went back a few worst. days later. I went back a few days later to see it because I was like,
1: when your neck's like
0: crooked, oh, and then mate, you come out with like. I was backpack. so angry with him. I'm sat there like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> mate. Yeah. Other than that, though, trivial things don't bother me. No.
1: <laughs> well, again, I'm, I'm
0: getting better at it, though. They used to bother me, yeah. but I kind of sit now and I'm like, like traffic. Yeah. I'm like, chill out, bro. Nothing yeah. you can do about it. Nothing. Just keep, you've got, you got a podcast on, you've got music on, Yeah. you've got some snacks or something, just
1: sit and vibe out. Yeah. And even things like work and earning money, like, it's all relevant as well, whether you've got a quiet day, you know, it's, yeah. it's really easy for you to tell yourself, like,
0: Shit, nothing's like happening. I'm doing nothing. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I've got nothing booked for the next week or whatever. Yeah. And that might be true, but something will come. Yeah. It will come if you look for it. Yeah. And and if you're not looking for it, then you've only got yourself to blame.
0: Exactly. And exactly. like, I, you know, I've kind of said, if I have, you know, if you have a, a quiet day, that's fine. Even a quiet week is still fine. If you're having a quiet month, yeah. You're probably doing something wrong. You've got a problem there. Yeah. yeah. You know, if it's getting to two or three weeks and nothing's happening, you're like, uh, you, you know, yeah. something's going a bit wrong but if a quiet there's nothing wrong with a quiet
1: day here and there sometimes yeah. you need it so you know? I proper freaked out when I left not freaked out it's the wrong term but like I remember speaking to my girlfriend just being like what am I going to do when am I going to find money like yeah yeah I got I, like oh yeah, my the, god like overreaction yeah there. it's an overreaction but then just in time like I just realised like just take a deep breath and I was like right what do I need to earn like yeah. to live to pay my mortgage to no- live number one thing right yeah living yeah okay, yeah so yeah. what do I need to earn to pay my mortgage so that I don't lose my house yeah yeah and what do I need to earn to pay fuel and all these costs so yeah. you, you add them up Life. you get a number I'm like I need that minimum yeah yeah to, yeah. Be, able to, to be able to live yeah so or that, you need that to start with and then I'm going to build up exactly from, from that and when you realize that and no matter what that number is.
0: It just becomes a process, it? becomes it? a process. Yeah. Just working it's towards lit- that. It's
1: exactly what I did. And anything extra. You see, my whole perception of money has completely changed. So when right. you're in a full-time job, people I don't know whether people laugh at this, but this is what I've been telling people. My perception of money has completely changed now, and I never thought it would. But right. when you're in a full-time job, you know you're working from Monday to Friday, yeah. four or five uh, weeks in the month. Yeah. And you get a payday and you know exactly what you're getting paid on that day. Yeah, every And month. so yeah, you yeah. know exactly what comes out and what you're left with. Yeah. And then your student loan and your tax and all whatever comes out of that. And then you say, right, I'm going to pocket 500 quid a month. Yeah. And then I've got 500 quid to spend or whatever. Yeah, For yeah, lifestyle, yeah. living on top of whatever you're earning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't really realise it until it got to like Christmas and... Uh, it got to the end of December, and my girlfriend was like, "Oh, I get paid early because they do it. The company pays earlier. Yeah, yeah. To, so to you get paid before and it. I used to get that as well. Yeah, yeah. Actually, like my last payday is on this day, and I was like, I haven't got a payday. Shit. So I was like, Don't I don't have a payday anymore? Yeah. <laughs> and it's such a trivial thing, but I was like, I don't get paid on a certain day. Yeah. And then uh, you realise. Like how it works with freelancing, and yeah, you, yeah. you know, you invoice at a certain time, That's and they've got I, yeah, thirty yeah. days payment term to pay it. But that obviously, depending on how often you're invoicing, I invoice at the end of every week. Basically, a, the, a, a, from the point of invoicing, there's exactly thirty days until they've got to pay it. Yeah, and so yeah. that comes in at any time. Yeah, yeah, anytime you know, in those thirty any days. Any time, and yeah, so there yeah. is no such thing as a payday. No, and so the perception of money is completely different. Yeah. So I know what I have to live on, and I have a float. Essentially, that means if I've got nothing, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm covered, yeah, I've I've got savings which will cover me for like a year or whatever, yeah. Um, but it's the whole perception is like I know what I need to earn, and that's always there to pay what I need to pay, yeah, and then anything extra is for spending, but I'm I'm more frivolous with it, like because I'm not going paycheck to paycheck, I'm not just spanking 500 quid on something that I don't really need, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very much. It's definitely taught me to be more less material. When
0: you're when you're owning it yourself as well, yeah. you do end up becoming a bit more like
1: yeah. frugal with it. Yeah. Oh, I need a new TV. No, I don't. I don't need a new TV. No. Huh. I'd like a new TV. Yeah. <laughs> but I, quite I like. I quite I I like, I like I a new shirt for the yeah. weekend. Yeah. I don't need it. I'm the opposite to that. I've got a lot of nice shirts. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm I'm getting I'm finding myself being more and more like that. Yeah. Which is quite good, I think. I mean, I was never mega spender. No, never me. But I definitely was like, I'm going out. Next weekend, and I'm quite like thing. a new T-shirt, or yeah. and I think that's an anxiety thing as well of going. Yeah, yeah. If I got a nice T-shirt, people will think I'm cool. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm kind of getting to the point now where I'm like, actually, I don't, I don't, I, either I don't care, or the people I'm going out with already know I'm cool and
1: they already like yeah. it. that. It's, not, a, it's yeah. a comfort thing having that paycheck yeah, to paycheck, for sure. and yeah, because yeah. you're comfortable, you know you can go and spank X amount of money. <clears throat> Before you have to dip yeah. back into that savings pot, exactly. And pull
0: it out, you, and that's when you—that's when it starts going wrong, and then that spirals as well, yeah. doesn't it? And that's when you start buying shit you don't you need. You live beyond your means. Yeah, yeah. I'll have well, a just new TV, it. or I quite fancy a, yeah, an Alexa for the house, or a, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know, stupid shit like
1: that. Yeah. So even now, in the month, if I had less that I'm used to, and it doesn't matter. No. my perception is different. Yeah. I'm, I'm spending money on, I do everything that I used to do and more because I've got more time on my hands. Yeah. That's, that's the biggest thing. That's why I'm doing this. I'm not in this for money.
0: Uh, it's time. Yeah, Time is so much more valuable than money.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, And it is time of being able to go see your mate in Finland, of yeah. being able to take a couple of weeks off. And you don't have to go, excuse me, can I book 10 days off, please? Yeah. Yeah, you might have to do four or five hours a day while you're there. But fuck it, mate, you're sitting on the beach in Bali. Fine, yeah. you sit on your laptop for a bit, Yeah. you know? Like, same as me as well. Like, you know, again, Heidi's a teacher, so she gets so much holiday anyway. But I'm like, fine, yeah. do it. I can I can take two or three days and we can go to Barcelona. Yeah. I can take two weeks and we can go surfing, you know, all this. And that's that's what it should be. Yeah. And that's, that's why. it's about. It, yeah, and I can, you know, my mum still lives up in Scotland, where I'm from, and, you know, two or three of my best mates growing up live there still. And one of them's a nurse, so he's work, works a lot and stuff. And I'm like, right over Christmas, I was like, are you free? And I was like, by the way, I'm here for nine days because I was like, fuck it, I can go for nine days. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's 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 good, mate. That's why I'm why I'm doing it, and it's it's hu- definitely hugely helped my mental health. I
1: think. Yeah, I think just talking. Yeah. That was the biggest thing for me. As soon as I started telling some of my closest mates about it, or just explaining it, or they'd ask about it, or yeah. telling a girlfriend, or I don't feel good yeah yeah. It just people don't talk about it and I think it just gets worse yeah that would be my sure. first bit of advice if someone was having anxiety have yeah. like, just go and talk to someone just talk to someone if you're not comfortable talking to your family or your friends go and talk to a stranger
0: like, honestly mate yeah. Like, yeah I mean we've you know I'd say we've met three or four times before Yeah. maybe in the pub or said hi and things like that but we certainly never sat here and had a two hour conversation with each other No. Nah. you know and uh, I've certainly taken something from it and I hope you have as well you know it's um it's it's a really nice process i think yeah. and that, that's another reason why i've why i've why i've kind of done the podcast to just open try and open up this conversation and chat to just as many people as i can yeah. and they don't need to be you know famous and and all this stuff like all these other podcasts you see i'm not trying to do that i just want to talk to guys who do different things and girls as well who do different things and i want to keep diversifying and so far everyone i've had on has been it's been a completely different episode yeah you know,
1: everyone's living their own story, you know, it's... exactly.
0: And if it can, if people can talk to each other a bit more, then everyone's story gets a bit nicer,
1: exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah, nice. Uh, finish it with a couple of questions, then I always like to finish it with a couple of silly things. Right. Um, favorite, favorite place, favorite place, what's your happy
1: place? My happy place, yeah,
0: where's your like favorite place in the world? Any, yeah,
1: what like a holiday. Either anything mate anything this is the practical side of me like, yeah yeah specifics. how
0: much have I spent
1: to get there <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah where do you mean <laughs> um, yeah you're a happy at... place Yeah, happy on, the water. on the water on the water doesn't matter just just on the water yeah I love it nice never used to be no but since doing kite surfing and surfing love being on the water nice. and I don't do it enough no everyone's like now you're self-employed you're always on the water I'm like you think so but I'm not but I'm fucking booked up yeah <laughs> you know I'm busy I'm working yeah and it's uh you know, if you're working from home, that's fine. You can get out and do, do yeah, whatever, yeah, but, but if, you're, if you're busy or whatever, if you're then you're trooping it's, up,
0: and, up and back. Exactly. That's yeah. a
1: happy place. That's a happy place. I, I find it's like, oh, I don't know. When you're sitting in the sea, you're like, fucking hell, the ocean's massive. Like, and we are,
0: we are very, very insignificant. We are very idiots. tiny. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I'm like, I'm this far away from land and like...
0: It's beautiful, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And anything could happen and like, I don't know, I find it's a state of like serenity. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's like... I'm it, actually... I'm happy. I'm happiest. I'm really comfortable on my own. Yeah. Very comfortable on my own. Yeah. But then I'm very happy living with someone, such as a girlfriend, a being yeah, in a relationship. Yeah. And I'm also really happy when I'm with mates. Yeah, yeah. You know? I don't think it has to be a location or a place. I think no. it'd be quite easy to say, like, Portugal or, like, America yeah. or whatever. Like, that's... I think they're great places, but actually, like, if where I'm most happy and most comfortable, it's... Yeah, don't know. Just doing what I enjoy and with your people, with people that I like, and yeah, yeah. I think as I've got older, like you, you tend you tend to spend more time with people that are worth your time. You yeah, know, yeah. And less time you with just, people. You
0: end up choosing your tribe a bit yeah, more, don't you? A little bit. You know, I'm going to spend time with this one, this one, yeah. and this
1: one. These guys give me the most effort. And Absolutely, it's the person I like hanging out yeah. with the most, and, and it's so. nothing bad.
0: It's it's nothing bad against other people. It's just. It's life, mate. You yeah. Know?
1: And if anyone's listening and thinks I've not seen him for a while, it's nothing personal. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but you're not part of the fucking tribe. Yeah. But get in touch. But that's no mate, no. that's
0: that's a cool that's a really good answer, mate. That's the best answer I've had. Yeah. I mean my that makes my answer same shit. I always just like Cape Town.
1: <laughs> Cape Town's my favourite place. Good food, good conditions. And that is probably true as well. And I do have a favorite destination as well, but it's not. Yeah. I think it's. But no, that yeah. You find happiness in where you're where you're settling and yeah and people you and where want. your people are where your people are
0: absolutely. Um, I mean that probably answers the next one. Uh, favorite sport, favorite favorite pastime, thing to do.
1: You see, I would say kite surfing. Yeah, kite. Uh, I would say kiting. Yeah. But then it's really. I've got land sports as well, you know. Yeah. Play. I used to play county badminton, and like everyone's like badminton, like it's rubbish. But. Yeah. I play it very competitively and so I love badders.
0: Guy I went to school with, uh, Owen Turner, I saw him over Christmas actually, he just got engaged. But I went to school and I was really good friends with when we were younger. He was... When we were at school, he was number two in Scotland at badminton. Yeah, we used to play him at good, school, and I'm like, I don't want to play against Owen. <laughs> <laughs> he like he just made a game of it, he just hit the shuttlecock at you. Yeah, it's like bang. Yeah, yeah, like he was so fucking good at it. Yeah, like I was. Uh, that's like me and Triss, mate. Yeah, yeah, I said to Triss the other day, I was like, who's better than you, and Sam? And he said you guys are similar. So
1: yeah, it's yeah, we got our, we got our pros and cons. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Does. Similar level probably, but I'd say Kitan. I Kitan. guess I guess the process driven part of my brain loves, loves it it's so
0: technical isn't it it's technical yeah.
1: and also the reason I love windsurfing as
0: well is you. no one else but you can't no. blame anyone else no it's a, you're if you're not performing you've got no one else it's to you you can blame your gear as much as you want but yeah. it's you yeah. and it's only you
1: Yeah. you're not in a team yeah. and you're, you know and, and I play basketball for a team in Chichester and yeah. it's it's a different level of pressure for so sure you know I, f- I find it quite intimidating sometimes depending yeah, on yeah. who you're playing <clears throat> You know, it can be quite nerve wracking sitting on the bench, like waiting to see if you're yeah, going to get yeah. put on, and then you've got to perform. But then and you've you know, got X amount
0: of people all looking at the thing you. Is Win- you're you're Win- playing
1: in a game of tennis. Yeah. You know, and I'm always thinking about that. Yeah, book yeah, that yeah. I've read. And I'm always thinking like, I know I can shoot, and I know I can score, and I know I can do this. But as soon as you've got the ball in your hand, and can I do it? Can I do it? Yeah. Or you overthink it, and you're like, you're I'm the same. Show. Like
0: with with serving I always find. My my first few runs are my best because yeah. I'm not thinking. Yeah. I go straight out and I'm like, you're no. super excited. off you're I like... go, and here's the bit of chop, and boom!
1: I'm on the wall! Oh, yeah, and I
0: do my move, and yeah. I come back, boom, I do another move. Yeah, and I yeah. slowly just get shitter. And I'm like, oh, this is wank. Yeah, <laughs> I hate this. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Favorite movie? Oh. Are you a movie man? Are you yeah, movie... big you movie are? man. I know that's, that's such a shitty question it's to gonna, ask. But... It's going to
1: sound really wanky. And most people probably wouldn't have heard it, but I'm a big Wes Anderson fan. Right. Uh, if anyone knows the director. Yeah. Um, and there's a film called The Life Aquatic. Oh, Hussu, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a really Bill Murray. Um, yeah. And it's a, it's a really sweet film. With, um, what's, what's the guy, what's he called? The right, guy with the crooked nose.
0: No, 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 because he wears the red beanie and that's a tribute to the, a guy, like a diver, whoever who used to always wear a red beanie my dad's a huge diver so he's a huge fan of him yeah he's gonna kill me when he knows i
1: don't remember his name yeah
0: that's funny and uh grand budapest hotel that's a good one just a big
1: fan of anything yeah where's my lobby boy yeah yeah they're they're just such wonderful films like artistically they're incredible yeah yeah but the storyline for a life is amazing
0: i've not seen uh, isle of
1: dogs amazing is it yeah i just you know i just love anything he does yeah and i think that's one of my favorite films. He's very. Of
0: time. He's got a very strange way of thinking, hasn't he? he yeah, just, he does. He just takes a...
1: I just like it. Yeah, I yeah. kind of see my see myself a little bit in kind of the way he does things. Yeah, yeah. He...
0: I suppose for you, from a design perspective, you look at it and you go. The
1: symmetry and the yeah, colors yeah, yeah. and the design of stuff. I just really like it all. And yeah. I don't know. Nice. It's a bit of a wanky answer. That's but not. That's really cool. Like, I no, that's is. a
0: cool <laughs> answer. Yeah. go.
1: Yeah. End game. yeah it's Which is time.
0: also very good. But. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, no, that's that's cool, mate. That's. As I said, they're all very. Interesting I mean, it's some answers.
1: classics like Shawshank and stuff like that. Of which course, you can't yeah. Go yeah. Wrong, you know? The Godfather. But you got to be in the right mood to sit through family. Hundred percent. You can't just whack it on and.
0: Have you seen? Uh, I went to see nineteen seventeen. last yet. week. Oh man, seen it. you should see that. That's all filmed. To Probably look.
1: give me anxiety. All
0: filmed. <laughs> it gave me out, mate. It <laughs> yeah. fucking gave me. out. Well, it just made me glad I wasn't in World War One, mate. Yeah.
1: Fuck me. Do you know? What? I watched the day I watched the trailer. Yeah. Asked my girlfriend, this is true. Went to bed, ended up having really vivid dreams about oh being God. in the in war. A trench. Yeah, and yeah. And I remember really vividly waking up about three a.m. thinking I could hear like bombs going. Oh on. man. It was really weird. It wasn't like I woke up. I said, I think I had like a semi nightmare. Yeah. Because I remember waking up in a bit of a hot sweat, just having dreams about being in the war. Oh man. That's how my brain works. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's really funny. But it's I really good
0: to want to go and see it. No, it's good, mate. I recommend it. Nice. So uh I think we will leave it there. Um yeah, really really interesting to uh to talk to Sam. Thank you very much Sam for Thanks coming for on. Me. Thank you for uh opening up it's a good little to bit. Talk about it. It's so good to talk about it and that's that's where I want to finish it guys. Um if you are struggling, if you are having a bad time, January particularly is a shit month for most people. Um it's very daunting. There's a lot of pressure on a lot of people. New year's resolution, what are you doing to make yourself better this year? You don't need to make yourself better. You need to have a nice time. And if you can make yourself better, do it, but you shouldn't feel any pressure to. Um, if you are having a problem, if you are feeling low, feeling down, please talk to someone, whether it's a friend, uh, a member of family, or someone you meet in the pub, or me. Find me on Instagram, at Sandy Clunas. I'm always here. Um, and just just have a chat. doesn't need to be on a podcast, doesn't need to be out in the open, but it does help uh, to talk to someone. So I will we'll leave it there. Thank you very much Sam. Thank
1: you very much. Goodbye. Good night. Love you Olivia.
0: Thank you.